0: as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode. As always, I'm so happy to have you join me. Today, we're talking about that negative inner voice and how to quieten it so that we can achieve our most spectacular goals, whatever they are, Those goals that we know are in our heart, that we know we deserve, and yet that voice is holding us back. The one thing I want to share is that that voice is normal human nature. It happens to everyone. I'll never forget being at this incredible conference and having this guy that I used to speak to him quite often whenever I'd see him at these nutritional conferences. And I remember him saying to me, "Um, Rosa, I'm just waiting for the day that people find out that... I'm a fake, that I just faked my way to the top and that this isn't, that I'm n- not real, right? And I was just like, none of that was true. He was incredibly intelligent, a hard worker, super smart, deserved to be there. But what it made me realize in that moment is that we all have that voice, that every single human has that voice. And so, what's the difference between people who succeed and those that just never quite? Get their foot off the ground with whatever that goal is and what I've come to the conclusion of is that it's whether we are able to quieten that voice or sometimes the voice wins but are we able to just get back up like how long do we let that voice win for is it a short time or is it a long time or is it always you know even tonight I was thinking Oh my goodness! Like even with the podcast, so often the majority of the time topics come to me so easily. They come to me in conversations that I have. They co- come to me in, in messages that people send me. Struggles that they're having with their health, with whatever it is, and so then I I'll often think, oh, it'll spark the idea because I just think if someone if someone's struggling and they're coming to me for help in this area, then someone else must be struggling too. And so the topic is easy for me. But then there's the odd time. And again, it doesn't come often, but it does happen where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have nothing to say. And who do I think I am? And why would people want to listen to the podcast? And why do I think I know it all? (laughs) Which I don't. (laughs) But you know, again, it's that voice, that voice in our head. And that voice has been a little louder for me lately. But what keeps that voice quiet for me? Like what makes me work despite that voice and keep putting value out there and I want to share five tips on that because whether it's this podcast or whether it is maybe your weight loss goal or your health goal or your getting stronger goal or it's that trip that you have been wanting to do since you were a child and you just haven't done it maybe you don't have the money but maybe again I believe everyone has the money for things it's a matter are we willing to sacrifice something in the moment for later so if you what's stopping you from creating a plan to make that dream possible Is there a business, an idea that you have that you just want to put out there, and for whatever reason, those blocks, like you set those blocks for yourself in your head. So, how do we get past that so that we can do that? Because when we, when we're on the path of achieving our goals, there's no greater feeling. Human beings are meant to grow; they're meant to learn. If we start to feel down or depressed, and and I'm not talking deep depressions but I'm just talking about those blah phases for a long extended period of time chances are we're not in a learning phase and learning doesn't have to be big sometimes just listening to a few podcasts or some YouTube videos that are inspiring and learning something new is enough to kick us out of that so okay let me talk about those five things so number one is detaching emotion from what you need to do. And these are in no particular order. But when we rely on emotion to do something, it's always a little bit of dangerous ground. So for example, when we're starting off, like I always know in the six week program that I run with the ladies, the Simply Strong program, I always know that first week, effortless, even if they feel slightly overwhelmed by all the information that's coming out, because at the beginning, there's lots to learn. I know that they're not quitting in that first week. Like I could push them hard in that first week. They're not quitting because that, That feeling, that excitement of of learning new things, of pushing forward, of the vision of achieving that goal. Like, it's all exciting and it's very attached to that moment. And, you know, that moment is good because that's what propels us into action. The danger is when we rely on that to see us through our goals. Like, that's just not possible because there will come the day where you don't wanna do it. There will come the day where you don't wanna do that thing that you know you need to do because success in whatever area of life comes down to consistency, even when you don't see the results. And so detaching emotion from those things, those small consistent steps that you need to do is everything. So number one is detaching your emotion from your action. Number two is being connected to your why, really being connected to the reason why you want to do it. Like for me, I know that my place on this earth is to help people to be fit, strong, and healthy so that they can live the most vibrant, happy, healthy lives into old age and to live a good quality of life. That's come to me because of my personal background of losing too many family members to cancer and seeing their quality of life deteriorate so quickly and watching the quality of life of people that I love so much just not be there because of their, their state of health. Maybe it's their weight that is keeping them from going on that hike, from fitting into that kayak, for hopping on that paddleboard, whatever it is, but it's holding them back. And so they don't have that quality of life that they desire. And so when you get connected to your why, it helps you because you tap into that when, the struggle busses here. When you don't feel like it, you go back and take some time to reflect and think, okay, why am I doing this? And for me, what often works is reflecting on like a particular person that I've been able to help and that it's really changed their quality of life. And then I think of them and where maybe the value that I put out there has helped them. And so that helps me to stay motivated. So even with your why, like, If it's, if it is to get fit and healthy, yes, we should always do it for ourselves, but you know, are you doing it because you want to be here for your kids? Are you doing it because you want to be able to do those activities and those things that you love and desire and that bring you joy? Like what is your why? Number three is not believing everything you think. My goodness. Like, honestly, I, I like doing this exercise Could you imagine going around saying to people what you often say to yourself? Like never, we're so encouraging to other people and yet to ourselves, we can say like the meanest Things or just put ourselves down, and it's it's crazy how we can do that. So the next time your little voice in your head tells you, "Oh, I can't do this. I'm not worthy," and who do I think I am? Or it's not working anymore, right? That's a big one because we think we should be achieving all the time, right? But no, sometimes results have plateaus, and you just got to keep going. And then eventually, one day, you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm succeeding!" And you're like, "Yeah," because I stuck it through the plateau and I didn't give up. But I didn't give up because I didn't listen to that little voice. So don't believe everything that you think. Number four is the what if. This is a big one for me. I think sometimes I'm more driven by pain than I am by like, um by like good things. And for me, the pain of what if I just don't do it? What if I stop doing the things that I love like this podcast like helping women like coaching and, and you know what I have been through little phases of life like that um where I totally I remember my move from London to back to Canada and I went through a phase where I felt like I just lost my identity and life just turned took a turn for the worse and in, in many areas of my life I remember I'd lost my coach um, to cancer i my best friend had was in a sudden accident like there was just it was just like this storm of like just hard and and I couldn't get my business going in Canada for a while and it's just crazy and you know so I know a little bit of what that feels like and so I'll often tap into that like what if I don't have these things that bring me this joy and this motivation and this get up and go every morning this purpose this purpose of serving so what if I don't have that like that for me drives me because the alternative is not a happy life the alternative is sad so anyways tapping into the what if what if you don't what if you don't sometimes again Anthony Robbins says says this a lot he says sometimes we're either what did he say we're either pulled by oh I'm not even gonna remember it it's like a quote I used to quote to all the time but anyways basically that we can also be driven by pain, that that is a driver and that we could use it in a good way to motivate us and push us forward. Number five is accountability. Sometimes we just need accountability. Like Right now, I have an amazing workout partner that when I don't feel like it, I know I've made that appointment with her and I'm going. This podcast, I've got accountability because I've got a virtual assistant and shout out to Joni, who's the absolute best. And I know that she's going to take this podcast and she's going to put it on my website and she has her jobs that she has to do. And so I have to do my job in order for her to do hers. And so building in accountability is super powerful as well to to moving us forward so yeah that's that helps me quieten in that voice because I don't like to let other people down <laughs> and I always feel so good for getting it done and so those are the five things I would say really help to quieten that negative voice that that we all have so I'll just really briefly go over them number one was detaching emotion number two is being connected to your why number three is not believing everything you think Number four is the, what if, what if you don't, what are the consequences? And number five, setting up accountability. All right, my friend, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If it has helped you in any way, please share it on, on any of the socials, Instagram, Facebook, it it would mean the world to me. If you could leave a review on iTunes, that would be absolutely incredible. And that would mean the world to me as well. All right. Have a beautiful one. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new, if you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.